Hey friends, welcome to the Empowered Homes Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to grow strong families by connecting church and home. Uh, another great episode that you're watching today. If you're on YouTube, go ahead and like and subscribe. If you're listening on uh, Spotify or Apple uh, Podcast, man, go and leave us some reviews. We want to just hear from you. Today's episode, um, we're going to be talking about extending the conversation. What do we do with the kids who... They don't want to talk. We all have those kids that after school, you're like, hey, how was school? Fine. And that's mm. it. So I got Joe Landy with me. Joe yes. Landy, welcome, brother. How's it going, brother? Good, man. Good uh, conversation to have here. Yeah, we're just going to spend some time uh, talking about, you know, how do we extend mm-hmm. a conversation with our kids? Super important. So, yeah, why is conversation important at home? You know, one of the things I'm, I'm constantly thinking about is just how we're constantly trying to cultivate in our kids' relationship with them and cultivate an environment for them to grow in a mm-hmm. godly way. And honestly, conversation, communication is huge. Yeah. And so if you have no conversation, you can't do those two things. You can't cultivate relationship with them. You can't cultivate an environment for them to be that's conducive. So as parents, communication is huge. And for those of us who are married, married we know yeah. that. So yeah. Yeah. Um, it should be a no-brainer. Absolutely. But it's difficult. It is hard. It's hard, uh, you know. There's times with conversation, we, we've said this phrase even here on the podcast of like, with our conversations and communication, are we correcting mm-hmm. or are we connecting? Right. You know, evaluate. Are you correct? Is the only time you talk to your kids right. is to correct them or right. are you leveraging conversation for right. connection? Right. And so our hope as parents, we all would hope that we would spend more time connecting. Absolutely. And so, but I know you work with teenagers mm-hmm. and you hear from teenagers all the time. Yep. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but they're saying, I don't feel like I can talk to my parents. Right. Exactly. They don't understand. Uh, they're not going to listen. Um, they just want to tell me what to do, mm-hmm. you know? So clearly what I hear when I'm hearing students say that is I don't have a relationship with my dad or my mom or they don't want to listen or they don't want to have a conversation with me. So I'm excited about what we're going to talk about here because these are some good questions. And yeah. And the, there's fear that comes up Mm -hmm. with those kids who, you know, maybe shame or guilt has been present before. Right. And so there's a cool rule that you have, the 10-second principle. Mm-hmm. We can talk more about that, but we have a ton of resources yeah. on Empowered Homes Absolutely. with the 10-second principle. If you don't know what that is, we'll link it in the description, but you got to know the 10-second principle. Sure. So for time today, um, I want us to – we got seven questions. Mm-hmm. So if you're having a conversation with your kid, they come home from school, they're talking about sports or whatever, and then you just feel like they're they're shut off. They're like, I'm done talking. As parents, we have a choice. Mm-hmm. Do we just move on? We're done talking. Or do we strive to continue the conversation to right. dig a little bit deeper? Right. And so I've got seven questions that as parents we can add to our toolbox right. just, to, just to have in our mind mm-hmm. to say, hey, if I want to use conversation to connect more, um, here's seven questions that we can leverage to extend the conversation past whatever our kids right. are going. Right. Um, because I think... For me, and we'll talk about this here in a second, for me, when we extend the conversation, that's when the little nuggets come Absolutely. out with the kids. That's when the, the those real things come out that are beyond right. the surface. Right. And so we want to we give you seven questions. So the first question, and we'll have all this in the podcast description and on YouTube. Um, the first question, if you're in the conversation with your kids and 
you know, maybe it's an emotional day. They have stuff going on, or maybe it's something you feel like, okay, there's something going on with you. And you just told me this thing that happened at school. And so here's an easy question, man, how did that make you feel? Mm -hmm. And so we're going towards feelings because everybody is free to have feelings. Feelings mean something. And so instead of us ignoring those feelings, we get to pull those out and and let them know. Mm -hmm. So, how did that make you feel, Joe? What, what do you think about that question? Yeah, that's a great question. I think sometimes we, we think that's like a therapist question. Yeah. You know, we have these ideas of like laying on a bed and tell me how that makes you feel. Yeah. But honestly, it's a good question because we're created beings. We're created emotional mm-hmm. beings as part of our personality. As emotion is a lot of, yeah. uh, you know, how we do life and relate to things. And uh, the, the thing I like about the lot of questions you have here, Bobby, is they're questions that are open-ended yeah. Meaning I'm not just going to get a yes or a no. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned earlier, I think you said, you know, how was school today? Good. Yeah. You know, it's just one question. How do you make, how does that make you feel? Or how did that make you feel? Is a question that it elicits more of a response than, well, bad. Yeah. You know, cause, cause it's an easy follow up. Well, okay. So it made you feel bad. Tell me more, you know, and, yeah. Yeah. and we'll get to that yeah. a little bit, but I like the open endedness of it. And I like it. I like these questions too, especially this one, because it doesn't, it, it allows your kid to know that, hey, I'm not assuming anything. Yeah. I know how I would feel yeah, yeah. in that situation. I would be angry, upset, mm-hmm. whatever that is. But I want to know how you feel because you're your own person yeah. and what you think matters. And so I think it, it, it adds a lot more than just, hey, just tell me an answer. Yeah. You know, tell yeah. me what you're really thinking. So Yeah, and, you know, going any situation, but I'm just one that's coming recently is, you know, we, we just lost a loved one in our family. Mm-hmm. And uh, this question was one, you know, my oldest son, he just, he kind of internalized a lot of stuff that was going on. Uh, It was his great grandpa. And uh, there was a a moment where I was talking to him and it it just kind of, he shut off. And and, uh, he said something about uh, just fairness and life. And and I just asked this question, Mm -hmm. like, like, how does that make you feel? Are you mad? Mm -hmm. And um, I gave him freedom. Sure. To feel that, and he said, "Dad, I, I kind of am mad. Mm-hmm. I'm upset." Mm-hmm. I did, he didn't suppress that. He wasn't like because I remember growing up, like you can't be sad, you right. can't, right. you can't right. show emotions. There was just this kind of stigma, and so for him, I gave I gave him freedom to right. let him know, like, buddy, right. it's okay to be really, really sad right now. We just lost our great grandpa, mm-hmm. and so um, and then teaches yeah. them how to process yeah, emotionally exactly. those things and like hey talking about that is a yeah. good thing when you when you when our kids are holding things in yeah. and they don't allow their emotions to come out they come out in very very unhealthy yeah. ways and so or yeah it's a great question my daughter comes home and says hey this girl in my class made fun of me for, for my freckles and i think they're so cute i can't say that to them. Right. those right. are the cutest freckles in the world so how does that make you feel and it just opened up Mm -hmm. this avenue Mm -hmm. of insecurities that I had no idea were there. Mm -hmm. And so it's a great question. Number two. All right. So number one, how did that make you feel? Number two, um, this one is more on, you know, you're in the middle of a conversation and there's some confusion maybe Mm -hmm. like your kids are trying to figure out the world or figure out a situation or problem, trying to find solutions. Question number two is why do you think that is? So why do you think that is? Mm -hmm. And just instead of telling them, well, you know, Jimmy Bob, your friend is an idiot for doing whatever. Like instead, like, why do you think that is? Whatever the situation Mm -hmm. is, or tell me more of that. Is it kind of fall along with that? What do you think of that question? Yeah, I just think, again, it it invites more conversation, right? Why do you think that is? 
Well, I think number one, it it tells your son or daughter like, hey, I I care what you think. I want to know what you think. Yeah. You're smart. You're you're intelligent. You know how to think through things. Tell me what tell me what you think. Uh, what do you know? And it's again, it's not a thing to go. Why do you think that is? And then they tell you, and then you go, okay, well, here's why it really is. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. follow up with that. Yeah, yeah. But I would say, hey, why do you think that is? You know, just to see what they're thinking, just to see what they know. And it's again, it's a it's a non-assuming question. I don't assume. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they may surprise you, like they know more than you think they knew, or or whatnot. So, yeah. again, I like that it continues conversation. Yeah, it's it's just again extending the conversation, and it lets them have a voice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's as they get older too. I'm learning with my kids that uh, they have a voice, they mm-hmm. have an opinion, and they want to plead their case, if you right. will. And so, why do you think? that the world is doing this or that. Mm-hmm. It's a it's an easy one. It's, an, it's yeah. a good one when they've got friends or classmates yeah. that they see respond a certain way and they come home and tell you, like, hey, my friend mm-hmm. did this through this or said this thing to yeah. someone else and it was really, really hurtful. And you ask the question, hey, why do you think that is? And you get their wheels turning. Mm-hmm. And there's been a couple times where my, my son has said, well, I don't know, maybe he's not treated well mm-hmm. in other places or home. And it's... It, it allows you to have a good conversation to say, yeah. you're right, buddy. And that's why it is important for us to treat people well, because honestly, that's how sometimes people, you know, yeah. you get to have those deeper conversations and allow them to kind of, you know, uh, empathize and, and whatnot. So, yeah. Good. And I heard recently the, you know, the antidote of uh, not raising selfish kids or like against raising selfish kids is a giving them a picture of the other side of the story mm-hmm. of, of, you know, if your kids are always late, they're like, that's not a big deal. Right. Ten minutes late. Well, let me give the other side of the person who's waiting on you. Mm-hmm. You just wasted ten minutes right. of their life. And so the antidote of of us not raising selfish kids is helping them understand what's really going on, big right. picture. So right. giving them that question, why do you think it is, mm-hmm. is, is big. Number three. Uh, number three and number five kind of are connected. But mm-hmm. number three here. Uh, goes back to some feelings uh, because there's times, especially I can, I'm, I'm learning with my daughter, I just don't understand. And mm-hmm. so, can you help me understand what you're feeling? Mm-hmm. Can you? What are you feeling? Help me understand. Like you, she, she's quiet. She doesn't want to talk. And you know, we're in the car, and like there's something going on. Mm-hmm. I know there's something going on. Whether it's brothers, something happened at school, or gymnastics, whatever. And so. Extending that conversation, can you help me understand what you're feeling? What do you think of that question? Yeah, I think I've asked that recently to my four-year-old daughter a couple times. You know, I'll ask it three or four times because I'm trying to get understand to really understand. And I think a good um, thing to say after some of these questions, probably all these questions, is is a a technique I learned in like a a class in counseling of, hey, so what I hear you saying is this. Yeah. And you know, sometimes my daughter will you know, she'll share something that's just going on and I'll say, okay, so what I hear you saying is this yeah. is how you feel about this. And she's like, no, that's not how, mm-hmm. okay, can you help me understand how you're feeling? Yeah. You know, repeat that question. Yeah. And if they get frustrated, that's fine. But teach them like, hey, no, this is part of the process of mm-hmm. communicating so we understand. And then once you hit it yeah. and they know that, hey, you've taken the time to understand how I'm really feeling, what's going on, I think that means a lot to our kids. And I think it makes next time you have that conversation a little bit easier yeah. because they're like, okay, mom and dad, are, or they're going to try to actually hear me out and listen. And again, especially for teenagers, when I'm talking with teenagers, you know, they just want to know 
that they're understood. Yeah. That people are listening to them and that like they're like they're felt deeply. So it is another yeah. good question. And especially that feelings part, because um, there's times where I, I don't get it mm-hmm. as a dad. <laughs> I'm like, why my wife, Jen, like you got to help me here. I don't get what's happening, mm-hmm. but it, it forces me to slow down. It's like, okay, sweetie, help me understand right. what you're feeling. And like you said, those follow up questions of like, so, is this what you're feeling? Mm-hmm. And if it is, then we can we can talk about those sure. things. So if it's not, then she can correct me. Sure, sure. It's that's a tough one, um, but it's a, it's a good one. So that's number three. Number four, um, this one, your kids may be annoyed with you, mm-hmm. um, but you can't. Uh, like, so, just to kind of preface this. <laughs> You, you can't do this with an angry tone or mm-hmm. an irritated tone mm-hmm. or a tone of like, I don't really care what you have to say, but I need you to say it again. So mm-hmm. this question is, could you repeat that? Because I catch myself mm-hmm. sometimes in the middle of an argument or like just some anger or tension. And I'll, can you repeat what you are you say mm-hmm. that again? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. And so that's not what. And this then is. they don't want to say anything. And then they're like, oh, gosh, yeah, yeah, I exactly. said something exactly. bad. But. When there's something that's said that, that is a spark or something that's said in, in the conversation with your kids, an easy win of like, hey, hey, hold on, hold on. I just want to catch that again. Repeat that for me. Because mm-hmm. that was like maybe something profound or something insight that they're learning, right. something at school. Like, hey, I was talking with my friend and he said this, but, you know, I think he, whatever, right. whatever the scenario is, like, well, hold on, repeat that. Right. Can you repeat that? Because it allows them, it speaks to us like, I'm listening to you. Right. I hear what you're saying. But then it's like, wait, that's a big deal. Like, right. why is that right. a big deal? And it helps them kind of see that. Yeah. And I think sometimes our kids, they're just spouting off, right? Yeah. You know, we do that too sometimes. I'm just, I'm just talking off the cuff. I'm just, I'm actually, you know, you, you mentioned the emotions and how important mm-hmm. they are. Sometimes our emotions are just taking over and we're just talking. Yeah. And so I think sometimes to use that question, hey, can you repeat what you just said? You know, if they're uh, yeah. obviously if they're talking kind of disrespectfully, and you can kind of use that as kind of a hey, can you repeat what you just said? Yeah. And then it makes them think like, did I really mean that? Mm. You know, did I? It gives you a chance to kind of like hey, graciously parent in that yeah. situation. But then also, you know, using a if you literally just didn't hear what they said, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. and you know, it's just a good way to go. Hey, can can you repeat that? Because sometimes I think our kids can pick up. Well, they're just not really listening. They don't yeah, really yeah. care what I just said. But when you say Hey, can you repeat that? They go, oh, okay, well, they're actually making an effort here. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's important. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a good way that you can use it yeah. multiple ways. Yeah. It's a good question. It's, it's a good question. And repeat that. Like the one I've used recently is uh, my oldest popped off to my wife and it's like, hey, 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 buddy, can you repeat that? Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I, was, I was calm, but he said something he shouldn't have said. Mm-hmm. And I followed up with, you don't talk to my wife that mm-hmm. way, you know? <laughs> like, just want to make sure you repeat what you said mm-hmm. and then never say it again. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so there's times where exactly. you have to do that. That's more correcting than mm-hmm. connecting. But this is a good question. Yep. All right, number five. This goes back to number three, but it's just a blanket. So number three is, can you help me understand what you're feeling? This one is, man, again. It's general. It's general. Less of a question, more of a. 
statement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, help me help me understand what's going on. Yeah. Like, there's a situation in class where so and so cheated on this thing, and then the teacher's mad, and then the other teacher's coming in. The principal. There's a lot of confusing, a lot of elements, a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. This is a question. Instead of just going, all right, cool, like moving on, extend the conversation. All right. Hold on. Right. Help me understand what's going on in, right. with all of this. Right. I think this is, a, this is a more general, but it's a powerful one to really slow down and be like, Man. Yeah, because, you know, parents that are listening to this, I hope, you know, do a little experiment next time your yeah. kid starts telling you something. Watch how quickly your mind goes to uh, just assumptions. Yeah. How quickly your mind starts to fill in gaps mm-hmm. that aren't may not even be there if your kid tells you something like i hate school yeah for example and your mind goes to well the teachers are bad you know um, my kid just doesn't like school can't focus all these things well when you say help me understand your kid goes well i just had a fight with my best friend yeah i mean now you're just you were way over here in left field yeah you're and now your child is telling you i'm over here you're ready to attack the system right but it was really right. Exactly. They don't want to go because friends and their right. embarrassment. It has right. nothing to do with exactly. the system. So help help me understand. Help me understand. Clarifies what's mm-hmm. actually going on. Right, and it allows them honestly. Yeah. What we're yeah. going for is more relationship, more communication. Yeah. And so don't just let the first thing they say yeah. be the end all be all. You know, dissect it. Yeah. Get around the whole situation. Get your arms yeah. around the whole situation so you can have. Yeah. a good conversation and help them. And you said we jump to assumptions. There's time where we know, like, you know, so-and-so is having a, an issue with a friend and there's a friend group problem. Mm-hmm. Well, we know some stuff that's going on with the parents, mm-hmm. and so we can interject our mind, but that's not the place. Right. The place is to help me understand what you're seeing, right. not telling you, well, yeah, that, there's a reason. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. this is going on. Yeah, that we, I know that you don't, don't add more drama yeah, to the whole thing. don't add more drama. <laughs> right. But see what what they're picking up because what's crazy is they're picking up more than you would think. Mm-hmm. They're probably picking up some of the things right. that are going on that you already know, or, and they're seeing stuff that we don't even see, yeah. Yeah. which could actually be helpful again, yeah. depending on the age of your kid. Exactly. So yeah. So help me understand. That's one of my favorite questions. I I use it all the time with mm-hmm. my kids. And again, before we go to the last two, these questions are meant to be in your toolbox, but like. You can't use them all at the same time. Yeah. So if you're going through or if you're listening, going, all right, how that make you feel? What do you think of that? Can you help me understand what you're feeling? Can you repeat that? Mm-hmm. Like that's not all no. in one conversation no. to extend it. Exactly. But just having this in the back of your mind of going, I should extend this conversation. Here's some questions that I can put mm-hmm. in my pocket to, to and do And don't that. rush the conversation. Yeah. It's okay to yeah. be quiet for a minute and let things yeah. sit and think, yeah. pray. Yeah. It's fine. And there is time. So like I will say, you know, if I, my four-year-old, if I'm doing laundry or dishes, like I got to finish my task. And there's times where I need to say, hey, I'm mm-hmm. a, as soon as I'm done with this, uh, you got all my attention. Exactly. Let me finish what I'm doing here. And then. Exactly. So that's that's okay, too. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's no guilt or shame with however you're communicating exactly. through. Just being intentional. So number six. All right. So we got one through five. Number six. Um, this one I really like. Mm-hmm. The, the last two I really like, but this one I like a lot. Number six is, what do you think we should do about it? I feel like this is the coaching question. Yeah, you know, of all these, of all these, this is like the coaching question, and, and we talk, you know, hear a lot about the stages, you know, of parenting, caregiver when they're mm-hmm. young, and being a cop, you yeah. know, when they're in that kind of like pre-adolescence, adolescence age, and then you've got the junior high 
years where they're, you know, you're kind of becoming a consultant a little bit or coach, if coach, you will, coach, yeah. if you will. And then as, as they graduate into college and they move on, they're your consultant. To me, this is the, if your kid's in junior high or high school, this is the question you should be asking mm-hmm. a lot is what do you think, you know, we should do about that? Or what do you think you should do about that? Or what do you think sh- they should have done in that situation? Because yeah. that's a good, that's a good real life role play kind of question to mm-hmm. make your kid think, Oh yeah, here's what I would have done in that situation. And then again, you can have follow-up questions and conversations based on that. But it is a good Yeah. And you have to whatever the question is or whatever the answer is, uh even though you know the answer and you know what that you want them mm-hmm. to do, this may be a good time for you to just practice some 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 freedom, practice some right. independence with them of saying this is what you think you should do with safe guardrails obviously. Sure. sure. You know, if it's something that fits it may not be exactly the way you want but let them try like the solution if they come to you with the problem you're asking hey what do you think you should do about this and then they give you a solution it may not be exactly your solution but let them see this problem solving Mm -hmm. technique that a lot of kids don't have because Mm -hmm. their parents just take care of everything Mm -hmm. you know our kids are are more resilient than we give them credit for and so this question it gives you insight into who they are, what's going on really internally, and then it gives them opportunity right. for growth. We're not raising kids. No. They're We're raising, kids. hopefully, God-honoring adults yeah. that will love the Lord. And so anything we can do to cultivate that, you know, when you plant a garden, you know, you're putting you're putting the seeds down and you're, you're watering them and you're getting them sunlight and you're mm. weeding out stuff. It's like you're not growing seeds, you're growing the fruits and the vegetables and what you want to do. So... This question, I feel like, really does help prepare kids for, okay, if I'm in that situation again, I've thought about this. Mm, yeah. You know, what do you think we should do about this? You know, whatever the yeah. situation could be. So yeah. it's good. It's it's good. Um, it, I mean, it's just good parenting, but it's good um, stewardship of them growing into themselves, mm-hmm. uh, letting them kind of face some pressure in some situations mm-hmm. on their own that, you know, we don't have to rescue them for everything. Mm-hmm. And that's a good question. And so really these are, there's six questions for extending the conversation. Number mm-hmm. seven is just like, like a bonus because mm-hmm. it's kind of just fun. I really, this has helped me. I've used this quite a bit with my kids the last few weeks, but number seven is uh, silly. Like I don't, it's not practical. Mm-hmm. Like even mm-hmm. asking this question with my kids are like, what are you up to? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like why are you asking this mm-hmm. question this way? So, preface all that to say all right so question number seven is on a scale of one to ten how important is this to you mm-hmm. and so my oldest he's on the switch and he's playing video games and like he's telling me dad if we do this with this blah, 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 and he goes on this whole thing and i can't keep up and i was like bro i'm at a loss i was i wanted the conversation mm-hmm. in. i didn't want to extend it yeah uh, i was like i you're out of my league but i was like all right Scale of one to ten, just give me some feedback. How important is is this mm-hmm. to you? And mm-hmm. he's like, "It's like a seven, Dad. Like this is a really big deal." I'm like, for his mind, <laughs> yeah. okay, seven's a big deal. Mm-hmm. So I told him, "It's like really that high, right?" Okay, if it's important to you, then tell tell me, help me sure. help me understand. Help I went me back understand. to the other questions. Yeah, I'm going to the other questions, right, right, questions right. because I was like, if you're saying it's a seven, mm-hmm. and I go, "Shut up, stop talking." <laughs> no, no. I just crushed you. Not going to be you good. Know? Right. It's not, and so. My hope is when there's bigger stuff, maybe girls or maybe whatever, mm-hmm. or emotions or things that go on, 
a scale of one to ten, right. if he comes to me with a seven, he's going to know. Okay, Dad's going to stop. What yeah, he's right. Doing and, and give some time. Right. And so that's uh, it's a silly question, but I think it, it's a it's a fun one that you can add into your your mm-hmm. kind of repertoire, if you will. But I bet it's a question that if you ask constantly, like you said, your kids get used to it. Um, and then when things get dicier and more serious, they it's again, it allows your kid just to articulate another way of what's going on inside of them, how important things really are for them to think through what they're really thinking. And just to know, like you just said, you know, Hey, if I say this is important, my dad's going to take time, Mm -hmm. you know, even if it's not important, you can have a fun laugh about it. You know, if you already know it's important to your kid, don't ask that question. I'd say, but like, perfect use of what you just did so yeah yeah, yeah. if it, if they love dude perfect and that's all their <laughs> life is about yes. and they want to talk about dude perfect don't ask this question mm-hmm. you know it's gonna be well and you can even yeah. flip it i would say maybe that's a parent yeah you're talking to your kids and you notice they're not listening to you and you say hey son daughter this is a nine to me yeah this is this is importance of nine they'll that's know what you're good. talking about that's real good and yeah. i think that'll kind of like mm-hmm. something maybe click in their mind like oh yeah. this is important to dad i better listen here yeah so so good but don't overplay that one yeah <laughs> don't don't overdo it mm-hmm. well man thank you joe for just your yeah, insight and time but uh, you know we talk a, a lot about a co- conversations having conversation meaningful conversations there's a ton of great resources. If you just go to kingsland.org slash conversations, we put together a big collection full of kingsland.org, empoweredhomes.org slash conversations. There's a big collection of resources. There's a conversation mm-hmm. kit, after school conversation starters. There's a ton of stuff. But uh, as the school was starting, I was just thinking, you know, I had several conversations with the parents. Like, what do I do if my kid won't talk? Mm. And so I did some research, found these questions, and I hope they're helpful. I hope uh, that that you can hear in us that, you know, yes, we're going to correct our kids, but man, may we be parents who are overly connecting yep. through conversation and letting our kids know that they can come to mom and dad for anything. So Absolutely. if you want, or if you have questions for us, if you want to ask us questions um, for the next podcast, you can email us at podcast at empoweredhomes.org or uh, you can make a comment on YouTube or anywhere here. But if you want more information or more great resources on uh, marriage, parenting, and personal growth, you can find incredible stuff at empoweredhomes.org. Thanks, Joe. No problem, bro.